Hello, all of you, and welcome back to the Free to Be podcast. I am really, really excited to be sitting in my room recording this episode. It is October 9th, and I was beating myself up a little bit that I haven't been more present in this medium, but I'm just really grateful to be sitting here finally putting myself in a space where I can unload my thoughts, and connect with all of you. This year has been off to such a quick start. I cannot fathom the fact that it's October of my senior year of college, but I think that entirely ties in with the sentiment of this episode, which is about tips for a sexy senior year. So a while back last spring, before I had even started this podcast, I recorded an episode with my friend Kayleen, for her podcast, Sunday Questions. Shouts, I love it. Kayleen is an amazing friend and role model to me. And we talked about living your sexiest life. And I think sexy is a word that I really wanted to start reclaiming maybe senior year of high school, freshman year of college, when it's this loaded word that I think can sometimes feel unattainable. But also my older sister, Kit, her friends, when she was a junior in college, had this sign in their, I'm assuming, senior house or senior apartment, and it was called Sexy Senior Year. So that has always been my motto and outlook for my own senior year of college. And I wanted to get into some of the mindsets and methods I've been practicing to have a sexy senior year of my own. So kind of the main idea of this episode spurred from a conversation I had at the beginning of the year where I had gone out on this yacht with a bunch of my friends for a rush party that was happening. And then the next day, I wasn't planning on going out, but two of my very good friends were going to the Zach Bryan concert and found a ticket that my friend Riley and I could use. And we both were kind of like, do we go? Can we go? Do we have work? What's what's the balance here? And I ended up having therapy that day and my therapist was laughing at me and she had this line of kind of drink some Red Bulls and enjoy yourself. And I think something I've struggled with at least senior year is there's just so much this excess of wonderful things to take advantage of and enjoy where I've almost been overwhelmed by the options And I've had to sit back and ground myself in this idea that an excess of good is such a privilege. It's like the most first world amazing problem to have. And it also just requires kind of a mindset shift of like, what am I grateful for? And what do I have to do to kind of take good care of myself, but also just like live in the moment, not fearing, oh my gosh, am I going to be tired for this? Am I going to um, have enough energy for that? What's my schedule with school? Like these are all important things to consider, but I think something I've realized is enjoying senior year to the fullest kind of requires just this commitment to being present and not worrying about all the things that could go wrong or what else I should be doing in the opportunity cost. It's kind of like some of this just isn't that deep and it's all fun stuff and it's okay to just be here and really enjoy it. And so my friend Claire, who I interviewed for a project in my emotional intelligence course, we did this whole senior to sophomore interview where 
Claire spoke about her journey in college. I'll plug it. It's on my blog. Um, it was the class was called Journey to the Heart, and then I think I'll link I'll link it in the notes because I'm forgetting the title. But it was one of my favorite pieces that I've written, just talking with Claire and then compiling her answers into some kind of like a poetic report of sorts. But a few of the lines have very much stuck with me, and one in particular was Claire saying. We're in our YOLO era. And I think that's just such a great phrase. You know, we're young, we have less responsibilities and it's not an invitation to kind of just, you know, say F it and not worry about anything, but it is an invitation to like experiment and enjoy and to kind of be young. And especially for myself, I can tend to like this reminder every day of like, I'm going to miss this. Like this is not going to be my future forever. I'm in this unique period of my life for only so long. It just keeps encouraging me to like soak up every moment, to enjoy it, to learn from it, and to just engage with all my different senses as I go through campus. Like, oh, the smell of fall in LA and how it feels to be in the village and to hear all the different chatter and just all these different adventures. Brief intermission because our washer and dryer are not working, but you know, the joys of a house, we love it anyway. But yeah, just hearing the chatter and the excitement in the village. And I've caught myself, I was even looking through my notebook from earlier this year when I intended on recording this episode, but it was just this little poem of writing about the endless opportunities where I'm sitting in the village and time feels like it's crawling, but then like other times it feels like it's going by so fast and I see some of my friends or people I don't know and the pausing to say hello to people or to be interrupted but then also like just this idea of there are so many more people at this school than I can even fathom sometimes and yet we're like united in this experience but we're all having different stories unfold it kind of like fills me with this kinetic sense of excitement that I know I'll experience after college but I don't think ever in the same way And so how it's helped me throughout senior year is I just continue to think about like, okay, what really matters? What am I doing to invest in my relationships with people? What am I doing to invest in my relationship with myself, with my career? And then, you know, what am I doing to invest time in my family, to invest time in my health, to grow? And, you know, Time flies when you are trying to make the most out of every possible thing. But I think something I've been embracing throughout this entire year, and hopefully it's shining through, I think I might have, you know, taken a bit of a tangent just now. But this idea of just having life be a little lighthearted and having fun and enjoying this time where, oh, I have some free time, so I'm going to jet up to the beach and I know I'm moving now so I won't be able to do that next year and instead of being caught up in the sadness of like am I going to miss California am I going to miss college just recognizing like I'm I'm sure I will miss this I'm sure myself next year will not have these exact same experiences but at the same time I look forward with joy and excitement for what I'll do in the next adventure of my life. So rather than worrying about, will I miss this? Am I doing enough? Or 
conversely worrying about like, am I going to be happy in the future? Will I be as happy as I am right now? Just kind of like turning down the volume on both of those what ifs or those questions and instead thinking like, how can I gather up experiences and round up memories? Because something that really stood out to me was this time or not quite this time, but a lot of my senior year of high school was eaten up by the pandemic and I missed out on a lot of experiences that year and even freshman year, sophomore year of college. And that's out of my control. I can never wind back time to try and get that back. But what I can do is gather up experiences right now and be present in my life and be a good witness to all of the amazing things that are unfolding for me in my life. And so that, I mean, even, I think some of the lessons you only learn as you're preparing to exit. And I wrote about this in my newsletter as well of just like, of course I learned how to appreciate Fall in LA. Of course I have mastered this practice of feeling like I'm at home in LA. And then I also have like a piece of my heart in Pennsylvania as the foliage is just breathtakingly beautiful in this time of year. And I feel like I have kind of mastered that dance of being happy where I am, even though maybe my heart's in a few different places. Um, And of course that makes sense your senior year, right? When you'll never do it again. And it's kind of funny and it can feel a little bit like, oh, like why couldn't I have figured this out sooner? But at the same time, I think it's, if I can turn to gratitude and just be so grateful that that's where I'm at now. Um, It just like makes it even more special because these little micro moments of beauty and joy and fulfillment, truly, um, they're what I'm like gathering up to carry forward with me throughout life. And then when I experience moments similarly or I feel that emotion again, I, I know what it is and I know to pause and be like, okay, I'm grounding down in this. This is a moment that, you know, This is what life is made of. This is the good stuff. And so that has just been really important to me this year of doing the best I possibly can to be present and to not get caught up, you know, in worry or in things that take me away from this moment, but really be being happy to be here, you know, just simply being grateful. And I think that ties into this idea of sometimes we're, able to appreciate things a little bit more when we know like oh I'm just I'm not gonna get to do this again another thing that has helped me throughout this year so far now that it's almost like maybe a quarter of the way through a little more is just this idea that memories are priceless and you can find the energy I think sometimes I'm like always trying to optimize and like have enough sleep and have that amazing experience and have things all figured out for school and be with my friends and call my family and have alone time. And just like truth be told, I think something's always got to give a little bit and you might kind of be juggling one thing to the next. But this idea of you can find the energy, I think really helped shift my mindset because rather than kind of being worried of, oh, will I be able to stay up late this night and then also go to that event and then be 100% for my midterm coming up in a few days. That kind of give and take, just realizing like 
so much of it has to do with how I talk to myself, how I set myself up, and like I can drink a coffee or chug a Red Bull or whatever it is. And you know, that's just part of the process. It's a little part of I'm going to dig a little deeper because I know I'm going to be so happy that I went to that concert and I trust in myself that I'll figure out what I need to figure out for school or for my job and I'll know what I need to do when I need to do it because I do have that discipline and I do have this trust and rapport with myself and I think that's really important. Sometimes also I think owning your yeses and owning your noes but I think something I've realized between I'm obsessed I just did a little paper about regret but reading about people's regrets like especially the whole how can regret and gratitude potentially be related and what can I do to understand at a deeper level my experiences with both and not try and like biohack because like I think our emotions aren't always meant to be like and then also like you need to prioritize but like balance can be possible when you're going through those give and take situations and you're discerning like can I find the energy for that like is that a good use of my time? It's also like, you're just going to have these different sprints. You might have a week where everything's so busy and and you're freaking out, how am I going to get this all in? And then the next week rolls around and it's slower and you have time and it's a clear choice for you. Oh, I, you know, I want to go to the library. Oh, I want to make some time for school or for that project I've been wanting to work on. And I think when you live in trust, you kind of build a sense of autonomy with yourself of like, I'm going to do the things I want to do easily and and I have some natural motivation for, but I also do trust in myself that I'll do what I need to do to put myself in a good place and to continue attacking those long-term goals from a few different directions, not just about what's naturally passionate, you're naturally passionate about, but also like, okay, Learning how to analyze financial statements doesn't always feel glamorous, but I do feel like I'm better understanding the world and this can benefit me in multiple ways. So I'm going to study for that midterm and I'll push through a little bit. Maybe I need to hype myself up. Maybe I need to have a coffee, a cup of tea, but like I can do this. I'm just, I trust myself and I'm not going to beat myself up of, oh, I should always do more, but instead just really make quality time to study for that exam, to go to class, get your head in the right space, and just having trust that you can have fun. And in the moments where you are having fun, you can be present. But then like when the time comes, you have integrity and ownership of that decision with yourself. And it's just like, and then also, I think kind of like the final pillar, sexy senior year, at least from my perspective, has a lot to do with spending less time on my phone and spending more time with the people in front of me. And this can be hard because, you know, I have this podcast, I've gone back and forth of like, do I want to promote it? What do I want to do? Should I be on TikTok? Whatever. I've just realized like everyone's path is not mine. And at least in this moment right now, all I want to do is like soak it up and cherish it. And something that helps me do that is actually not being on my phone. Maybe I'm not going to take all these pictures. Of course, sometimes I will, and I'm glad to have them. And I love looking back on funny videos and memories. But also just, like, spending the time present in person where I know, like, I'm never going to forget laughing so hard on the couch with my roommates while we're just hanging out and debriefing last night. 
or when I go for a walk and I leave my phone at home because I am so locked in and present for all those conversations and investing in my friendships is something I'm never going to regret. It's not like the most popular thing. I mean, it's very common to share a lot of your life to make sure everyone in the world knows that you're having an awesome, epic senior year, but there's something really special to me about knowing like that's mine and where I put my time is my business and maybe I share about it when I feel called to, but that I can just experience this for me and no one else is entitled to my life updates or knowing what I'm up to. And if it feels right, it feels right. But I do know in myself, I feel so good being off my phone, being present, and also just getting to know the people around me and reaching out to them rather than keeping up with them kind of through social media. So that's kind of a personal preference to take or leave, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention The times where I feel the most lit up and excited are undeniably the times that I'm spending less time on my phone and being far more present and excited in my own life because I'm just not worried about any comparison factors. I don't feel this need to be more, to do more in the same way that I do when I'm using social media, especially using it kind of unconsciously and not having a sense of mindfulness to like what I'm consuming and how that could affect me. So I definitely recommend like take the pictures, be excited, have memories on your phone, but also just like be so rooted in your own life and what's happening right in front of you, like being where your feet are, that can be so beautiful and provide really fruitful conversations and moments that like you just won't be able to get back. And yeah, I just like have this motto of soak it all up. Don't avoid the knowledge that this is the last year of college. Instead, remember it every day so that that just shapes how you show up, the excitement you carry, and always like being excited for the micro adventures you might find, like trying out a new dining hall on campus, meeting up with the freshmen in your class to like hear about their USC experience because it's probably already different and has new challenges and like excitement that you didn't have. Um, and always being excited to make new friends and continue investing in the network and connections you have at your school because I think that's what also will provide you a welcoming, warm place to go back to where you have so many memories and maybe you have people that are still in school that you go and visit and you have that connection to the school that's bigger than you because I think something I've really realized is like right now this school feels so mine and I love it so much and I feel so deeply connected to it but maybe a few years down the line that sense of connection or that feeling of it being mine and you know my stomping grounds is going to change so just really enjoying it and being a good stewardess of that school and that relationship and helping people feel a part of it and passing on what I've learned in my years here to younger people at the school so that it continues growing as a community It honestly reminds me of all the older girls and upperclassmen that invested in my life as a student here because without those professors, without those upperclassmen, I wouldn't have as quickly found my sense of home at USC. And I think that's something that is the most rewarding thing you can do as a senior is pass that on to the underclassmen. Help them feel at home here. Help them get some wind under their sails 
and then they'll continue passing that on to others. And I think it's just underestimated the difference you can make by taking some time out of your day and investing in someone. I remember just having a random conversation in the village with a sophomore who had transferred here for her sophomore year. And we just chatted away and like gave her some of the lay of the land. And I think just provided some sense of comfort and friendliness that at the end of the day, college can be hard sometimes. It's what we're all looking for. So soaking up every moment and passing on your love of your school to the people younger than you because they're what's going to carry the school forward and make it such an exciting place to go back to. So it was so great catching up. I am so happy that I got to do this. I've really been missing it. I hope all of you are doing fantastic, that you're having a wonderful week so far, and I'm excited to continue catching up with you throughout this amazing senior year of mine.